Hey, beautiful ladies. I hope you're having a great month so far as you're preparing to gear up for the holidays. It's coming. And just so you know, on November 23rd, I'm going to release a podcast, which is the day before Thanksgiving. And I'm going to talk about the six ways to avoid drinking during the holidays. But for today, I want to talk to you about what is it like if you are ready to share with someone that you care about that you may be struggling with your relationship with drinking because we can experience things that might actually backfire when we're going into these conversations just because we're not truly prepared to communicate clearly or know what we want to say or is this person really safe and I'm going to go through all that today to support you and just share with you what I even experienced and especially one of my women in the most recent Stop Ever Drinking Sisterhood this conversation came up and I thought what a beautiful um, example of how we are not alone and so many of the same things happen to us. And so just as a reminder, that's why I'm here for you. This podcast is here to give you value, to support you, to help you see you're not alone, to begin to give you steps to take to remove drinking. Many of you have been able to slow down your drinking just by getting serious and having that accountability or having someone you care about. And some of you really need more support. And that's what I'm here for. And I'm currently offering one-to-one coaching to help you with this because as a reminder, really what's going on under the surface is what's leading you to continue to drink. Yes, it's a habit. Yes, it's affecting your health. Yes, you're stuck in a loop. You're waking up at 3 a.m. There's so much that alcohol is doing to your brain. It increases anxiety, increases depression, but we do it because we think it's helping. And in the beginning, it does. It helps get through or de-stress and all these things, but we continue these patterns and then then we're stuck in a relationship. We're inside of this, I just say, I just really call it a prison. We're inside of a prison inside of ourselves that we're the only ones that hold the key, right? No one else can truly do it for us. We have to take the action. And when you're inside your own story and inside your own mind, sometimes it's really, really hard to see the bigger picture and what needs to be shifted and changed and released and removed and what boundaries need to be set. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you and guide you and just be there to hold your hand, first of all, to tell you I've been there and you, there's nothing wrong with you and you are absolute worthy of healing and worthy of a beautiful, beautiful life. And we just have to dig, dig some things up sometimes. And so I have been spending so much time throughout these last few years training and coaching and continuing to grow myself. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. I love that I can do this for you and that I'm available for you. So if you are curious about what that looks like and what it could mean for you and your future, email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Continue enjoying the episodes. If you haven't reviewed, write a review. I would greatly appreciate it. And I love you and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. 
Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Are you scared to tell someone that you love that you drink too much? Or you've really just been thinking about this relationship with your drinking and you feel like it's time to, to say it out loud. We've talked about how if keeping it inside, it, it tends to fester and keeping it in the dark will not help. And it actually makes everything seem bigger and scarier and more feel, fearful than it needs to be. Have you thought about sharing with your spouse, your best friend, or... Have you actually done this and didn't get the feedback that you actually wanted or needed to hear? Maybe you heard things like, oh, do you think you have a problem? Like you need to go to like AA or like rehab or something? Or, well, who's going to be my drinking buddy, girl, if you quit? Or, no, you don't have a problem. You don't drink too much. You're fine. Like they're very dismissive, right? So then you may think, well, golly, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not that bad or really, am I just, I feel so stupid. Like this is so uncomfortable. This is awkward. Neither of those are helpful for you to have those thoughts. And here's what's going on. A couple things. People have their, lens, their own lenses. All of us do. I want you to imagine sunglasses. And I want you to imagine everyone that you know has a different shade of sunglasses. And we're all looking at the same picture. We're all hearing the same story. But all of us see it very differently. Okay? It's so important for us to remember that when we're going into almost any human connection because there's going to be different views. There's no sunglasses that says, I'm the right one. I'm the wrong one. I'm the good one. I'm the bad one. I'm worthy. I'm unworthy. It's just the view and the lens based on their life experiences and patterns that they have. Okay. So let's get that clear. First, 99% of the time too, I believe when, when you're wanting to tell someone that you care about, the main challenge is the fact that they don't have a clue of really what's going on inside of you, your thoughts, your feelings, really exactly what you're trying to convey to them. The only time they could actually know is if they've gone through this themselves or something similar. That's the only way they could really truly get it. So if that's the case, what are you, what are you supposed to do? For myself, and especially one of my friends inside of the Stop Over Drinking Sisterhood, we just had this conversation this last week, and we talked about how some of her friends and her partner said the same thing I had experienced. And so here's what happens with all that. We begin to second guess ourselves. 
we begin to create that negotiation process of like, well, maybe I'm not that bad because if they don't see it, then maybe, maybe I'm just like overthinking this or maybe I'm just like, I feel like super dumb. Like I mentioned that before, like feeling stupid. Those don't help because then there's no action. More than likely, if you're sitting inside of that, you have not taken any more action. You said something. It's like you threw something out there. You didn't get what you thought you would get. And so you just pulled it back in. You just pretended that everything was okay. And you went back to the same old, same old. Well, first of all, we have to know inside of us what's true for us. Whether we get that external understanding. I got that in quotation marks because... We don't ever really know if someone understands. We can get really close to going, okay, I think they're really getting me. But how, however, they repeat it back to us and they're maybe taking action the way we're taking it. But a lot of times people just don't understand. So if that's what you're looking for, maybe that's the issue and we need to decide what else you can look for. So what do you do? Well, you know you need to get honest. You know you need to get out of your head. So first you need to start with intention. What is it? What do you want to tell the per- this person? And what is your desired outcome? So let's just say you are going to your spouse or your partner that you do trust. Because the next part of this is this person has to feel very emotionally safe for you. If they're not safe, if this person is not someone that you have currently been sharing vulnerable, intimate details of your life with or you have in the past and you feel really connected and safe, then let me just tell you, this is not your person that you need to be talking about this with. Because this is a big deal. This is very, very personal and very vulnerable, especially to those of us who have been over drinking for a while and maybe even hiding it, but making everything look pretty good on the outside because they just, they're just not going to get it. Okay. So, but let's just say first, We're going to go here first. What if you do have this person? What if your husband, your partner, your best friend, what if they do feel safe? What is your desired outcome? What is it that you really want from them? Is it just to listen? Is it to actually support you in some sort of way? Because if it is, then you've got to tell them what that looks like for you. Because support for you is going to look very different for support for someone else, right? Do you want them to ask you questions? Do you want them to investigate so you can dig a little deeper? Do you want them to help you and hold you accountable? What do you want? You have to know that going into it. Because I get the desire to speak out. And like I said before, it can really backfire if we don't get what we need. Like we said, we're going to put it out there. We may pull it right back in. Maybe we feel embarrassed. We feel offended. We feel like there's something wrong with us. We make up this story, right? Do we want them to give us solutions? We've got to tell them what we need. Okay? So that's someone safe. If you know you have that and that is your partner, like, hey, okay, I've been struggling. We've sort of talked about this for a little while off and on. I've mentioned it. I feel super safe with him. What do I do? This is how you do it. You say, listen, there's something that I really want to tell you. There's something I'm struggling with. I just want you to listen for now. This is very scary for me to say this. I'm super uncomfortable. My pits are sweating. I've got bubble guts. Like, be honest. 
because that is the truth about safety inside of a relationship. If you can't even go into the conversation being completely honest that way and sharing it and saying, hey, this is how I'm feeling and I'm freaking out, and but I really want to tell you this and I just want you to listen, then you've got to be able to, to do that with this person. If not, maybe you're going to be in the next part. Well, the next part is, Michelle, what if I don't have anyone? What if I don't have anybody like that? I don't feel like my husband's safe. I don't feel like my partner's safe. I don't really have a best friend because she... I do have a best friend, but she parties just as hard as I do, or she's got her own issues, or we talk about things, but we don't ever get this vulnerable. I get it because it took me a long time to build these types of relationships. And first, let me tell you, it only takes one or two people in your life. I think sometimes we go into life and we see what we see in the media. We see what we see on our friends' posts and they're having like, you know, like all the gym girls are hanging out after the workouts and they're going and having smoothies together and, or, oh, they all go out and have a girls night every month. Or there's this awesome small group at church and they all hang out and that's great. But I guarantee you, not all of them are very intimate and vulnerable friends. Like it's, it's okay to have all kinds of friends. I have talked about that before, how you need to have friends that are really close and then just have friends in a distance, right? Sometimes there's friends that you just want to eat out with, friends that you want to go hiking and outdoors with. And then there's those that are super, super close. I only have a couple. And that is super important for you to understand that I have worked and cultivated these relationships. And yet there's there's very few people that know those deep, intimate parts of me where I can be super safe and vulnerable, Okay. And that doesn't happen overnight. So if you don't have that, it's okay. All right. Don't want you to think there's something wrong with you or why don't I have friends like this? A lot of people don't. They just don't. We've lived in a society where we've gone super virtual. Obviously, we had 2020. We all know what was going on then. People disconnected. And you're also more than likely been raising kids. Maybe you still have young kids. Maybe they are grown. So I've got those of you who listen who you're in the retirement season and that you haven't really reconnected because you haven't been working and you haven't had a social life. Take a deep breath and understand that that's totally okay. And I'm going to give you some options and give you some ideas. And then I want you to sit down and spend some time going, okay, who in my life could potentially be this for me. Like maybe there's someone in your life that you really enjoy, that you like spending time with, that y'all do things sometimes, and you believe that they have potential to be this person for you, then cultivate that relationship. Ask them out. Now, you don't have to open up to them about this topic, but begin to share with them. Begin to find out if they feel safe. Ask them if they are seeking the same type of friendship. Y'all might think I'm crazy, but this is how you really live your life and to be super honest and open about this stuff, okay? But here's some other options. Let's just say that you don't have any resources. Do you have a mentor or a pastor at church, like someone that feels safe? And I understand, I've talked about this before too, there are a lot of churches that are not very supportive and helpful when it comes to this topic, especially in women of faith, okay? 
But you know, if you attend somewhere that you have safe people, I know I do. I have a beautiful church family that I'm not really close to many people. I'm not super involved there because my service is here. So I don't spend a lot of time serving at church. But I know that I know that I know there's some specific people there I could totally go to and trust. I mean, we even have a biblical counseling ministry. So that is free. They offer free counseling. It's amazing. Maybe you have something like that, okay? This community, if you just want to come into the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group and just lay it all out there, you can. There's not a ton of engagement where people talk, but they're in there and they see that they're in a community together and that they're all in the same boat, right? Coaching, I'm here for you. That's what I'm here for. If you are ready to start removing all this and peeling back the layers and just having somebody to to look in the eyes, get on the Zoom with me and look me in the eyes and be honest of where you are right now. I would love to be that for you. Okay. Do you have a Celebrate Recovery in your area? That's a great option too. Y'all know where I stand. I'm not a fan of AA, but if that's what you think you need, all right. I just don't feel like most of the women that listen to me in this community, that's not where you need to go and that's not for you. And that's the whole point of if, if it feels cringy, if people think you need to go there, then it's not for you. Celebrate Recovery is awesome because most of the time there's so many people in there that are just there because they're daggum spending too much money or they have a lot of anxiety or they're overthinking. That's the beauty of that program. And it's um, Christian based. So it's beautiful. And then I just want you to pray, pray and ask for God to show you some friendships that you may already have in your life that you can connect with or that he can bring someone into your life because he will do that. I promise you, I've got hands on experience where God has literally put something in someone in my life exactly when I needed it completely out of the blue. And it's been the most amazing relationship. So know that this is possible for you. I tr- you got to believe it, though. You got to really seek and ask him for support. OK, so I hope this helps. So I want you to just sit back and think about this. Set your intentions. What do you need? Do you have someone emotionally safe or do you not? And and really take the time to explore this because it's going to help you when you get really honest with yourself first and then you can be honest with someone that's safe next. OK. I love you and I'm grateful for you. Until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.